anybody can lead in times of non-pressure, very relaxed, very just low-key environments. The greatest leaders can really lead, they can really create, they can really be innovative in times of difficulty, in times of intense pressure, and they can create a diamond out of the rough. So that's what it's really all about as a leader, being able to have that mindset to bend if things get difficult, which it does, but never break. Welcome to the HR L&D podcast with your host, Nick Day, CEO and founder of JGA Recruitment, specialist HR recruiters. Tuning into the HR L&D podcast will help you to discover strategic growth concepts, leadership development strategies, and the values and behaviors that drive organizational change and success. Together, let's empower our workforces, diversify our thinking, and achieve significant HR success. Hello and welcome back to the HR L&D podcast. Today I am joined by Marcus Ogden, a Harvard University graduate who followed his dream and his brother Jonathan Ogden's footsteps, who is an NFL Hall of Famer, by the way, by getting drafted into the NFL in 2003. Marcus played professional American football for five years as an offensive linesman for the Titans, Bills, Ravens and the Jaguars. Now, you may be wondering why I've invited an ex-pro-American football player to the HR l podcast. Well, let me tell you all, Marcus has quite the story to share. He's now a skilled author, celebrity success coach, commentator, and leadership expert. And without me giving too much away too soon, I would love to take this opportunity to welcome elite sportsman, elite coach, elite leader, Marcus Ogden to the HR l podcast show. Marcus, hello. How are you feeling today? I'm doing well, Nick. How are you, sir? I'm very good. I'm very excited to have an elite sportsman and a sport mad myself having on this podcast on the other side of the water. So fantastic. Going to jump straight in with a big one for you just to get us going, just to get everyone's, uh, everyone, everyone right in the right zone here, right? So sure. with this first question, what does the word leadership mean to you? Leadership to me, Nick, means the art of getting people to do what you want done because they want to do it. General Dwight D. Eisenhower, former general of the U.S. Army and president of the United States. It's about getting people to see that they are part of a bigger cause than themselves. Great leaders like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Rosa Parks, Mother Teresa, Winston Churchill were all great leaders that were able to get others to support a cause. But at the same time, Nick, they serve a cause greater than themselves. Love that. What a great way to kick off the show. So I mentioned very briefly in my introduction there, but you've got you know, quite a story to tell. So let's put this into some context. I've got you on the podcast with me today, and I think it's fair to say you know what it's like to work through transition, to be able to pivot, to work through problems and adversity. Just uh, roots, if you can, the conversation with a little bit of introduction in terms of your story, just so the listeners are a little bit more familiar as I am with, uh, with your journey that takes you to the show with me today. Sure, Nick. So I'm a former NFL athlete, played for almost six years, got out of the NFL. I struggled immensely with alcoholism, addiction, gambling, nightlife, because I wasn't prepared for that next transition. Built a very successful construction real estate business in Baltimore City and the state of Maryland. It became the largest African-American subcontracting company 
in the city of Baltimore in the state of Maryland for two years. But unfortunately, Nick, as my company grew, so did my ego. As a result of my ego making some bad decisions and not really taking care of my company the way I should have, I lost my company and everything I owned in 2013. And I filed a complete Chapter 7 bankruptcy, lost all my money, home, cars, all my possessions. Everything was gone. Ended up moving now to Raleigh, North Carolina, where I'm at today. Worked for a couple different jobs, fired from two different jobs in the same week, Nick. And wow. I ended up getting a job as a football coach, and I took a part-time job as a custodian. And when I did that, what happened is I ended up really hitting my rock bottom. And when I hit rock bottom, I had what was called my spoiled milk moment of clarity. And that moment of clarity, Nick, made me understand that if I didn't get my life together, that's when I realized I could take control of my life today. And once I took control of my life, Nick, that's when things started getting better. Came home, decided to be, what am I going to do with my life? I said, I'm going to try to become a speaker. I lost my speaking business. And for the first two and a half years, Nick, not one paid job. Wow. Got my first paid job in April 2016 with a small college down here in Wilmington, North Carolina. And I haven't looked back. I've been coached. I've learned. I've built processes. And in the last five and a half years, Nick, I've worked for 27 Fortune 500 companies as a speaker, consultant, author, coach, brand ambassador. But again, I'm a guy that's made millions of dollars. I'm a guy that's made $8.25 an hour. I'm a guy that's had all the success in the world. I'm a guy that nobody wanted to listen to, talk to, or even speak to as a custodian. That's why I had this golden rule of life, Nick. Anybody wants to talk to me, I'm going to listen because I've been on both sides, successful, not successful. And when I was not successful, I just want to talk to people about how I could get better. Nobody wanted to listen to me. So I made that rule and that's how I live my life today. Fantastic. What a story. We, we, as you know, we've had some amazing leaders on this podcast show in the past. We've got some fantastic leaders that listen to this podcast. And of course, you wrote a very successful book that actually really, I guess, propelled you into the, into the spotlight as well with the reviews and, and the accolades that it received. It was called The Success Cycle. Um, and I wondered, within that book, you also talk about an acronym, which is LEAD, L-E-A-D. So I wonder if you could tell us a bit about the book and a bit about that acronym, if you can break it down for us. Sure. So the book is called The Success Cycle. It was published in 2020. It focuses on three major factors, Nick. Ambition, create your blueprint for your life. Drive, be inspired over motivated. And hard work, focus on yourself, not the competition. The acronym LEAD is Leaders, Engage, Adapt, Deliver. Great leaders are actively self-inspired self-starters. They don't have to wait for somebody to tell them what to do, where to be, how to get things done. That's not how they are. They're very just, I'm going to go get it done and let's get it done today. They are engaging. They look at you in conversation. They pay attention to you. They don't look at their phone. They're not distracted. They're very focused on the task at hand. A, adapt. As we all know, Nick, with the global pandemic, adapting, if you couldn't do it, you were going to struggle immensely. For sure. For sure. So that's all about pivoting, tweaking, making changes to get from where you are 
to where you want to be. And then D is deliver. When the lights are on, when it's time to go, deliver a top quality product all day long. Fantastic. Love that. I love the way that you emphasis on drive as well. As you say, to be successful, you've got to have that drive. You've got to have that wish to want to do it and to be able to deliver. In your view then, taking this a step further, what are the key components, particularly because you've come from a real elite sports background, which not many people have experience in that kind of sector. You've now worked with, as you say, 27 of the major fortune uh, companies as well. What are the key components that you found are really needed to drive leadership, picking up on that word drive you mentioned, in those that you serve? It's got to come from authenticity. If you're not somebody that's authentic, if you're not somebody that's real, if you're not somebody that actually talks about things from your experiences, your life lessons, then you're somebody I feel that people will not relate to or will not respect. So it's very important that you get that set up right away and you use authenticity, you use that whole persona, you use that whole setup to do exactly that. Get yourself in a position where people can understand that you're coming from a place of experience, experiences, living it, and that I feel is gonna help you separate yourself and be a more humble, more realistic, more engaging, creating an emotional connection with people type of a leader. I couldn't agree more. I think authenticity as well at the minute seems to be, you know, if you're not not authentic, you're going to fail, right? That's the world we live in now. It's all about engagement. It's all about authenticity, particularly after what the whole world has just experienced with this pandemic. Something I'd be really interested to know from your perspective, and it's, it's a chance for me to ask this, you are now you know, considered a, a real you know, celebrity coach almost for, in, in, the, in the realm of leadership. But have you used your elite sports background to kind of call upon, or have you pulled aspects of the kind of unique experiences you've had as an elite sportsman to give you some of the skills you're now utilizing as a leadership coach? Oh, absolutely. Especially, Nick, around mindset, developing and sustaining that thought process to get you from where you are to where you want to be. That is huge. And if you don't have that type of mindset to be someone that says that can bend but never break, then you won't succeed as a leader. Because as a leader, you have to perform under high, and most of the times, high intensive pressure situations. And if you cannot do that, if you cannot execute what needs to be executed, Nick, you will not ever really reach your full potential because anybody can lead in times of non-pressure, very relaxed, very just low-key environments. The greatest leaders can really lead, they can really create, they can really be innovative in times of difficulty, in times of intense pressure, and they can create a diamond out of the rough. So that's what it's really all about as a leader, being able to have that mindset to bend if things get difficult, which it does, but never break under any circumstances. 
And have you found that there's, um, you know, let me change this around. How much of this is nurture versus nature? Because you've got a brother who's a Hall of Famer NFL player as well. And to have two people in the same family make it to the top of elite sports is very, very rare. Do you, is this, is this been instilled in you from a very young age to be driven to push? Or have you had to find this from, from inside yourself? Or is it a bit of both? Bit of both. So I literally came from that perspective of getting things done through nature. But again, as we've grown, as we have developed, it's been also nurture, learning, process, growth, strategy, and how to approach things at that level. So it's a little bit of everything. It's just a good combination. And I really feel that it comes from, you have to have that certain type of psyche, that certain type of mental capacity from a young age, right? Born with it, or at least have been around it for a long time where it's like nature and secondhand. But as you grow older and you want to become a more in-depth, a more sophisticated, a more very seasoned leader than nurture where you're learning from people, learning from others' mistakes, getting coaching, listening to podcasts like yours, all those different parts are going to be really big in that regard. Have you ever asked yourself, how can any recruiter understand my HR recruitment challenges? Please don't give up on your hiring challenges just yet. Here at JGA HR Recruitment, we appreciate the difficulties associated with attracting, recruiting and retaining top human resources talent. We also understand just how costly a poor hire can be. JGA HR Recruitment would like to partner with you to help you overcome your hiring challenges. Contact us today on 01727 800 377 or visit jgarecruitment.com to find out more. For those listening, you are in my world and I'm going to put a link to your website uh, so everyone can see it in the episode notes, which is marcusogden.com. You are definitely an influencer in the world of learning and development, uh, particularly in the world of leadership coaching, which we've talked about. And there's loads and loads of resources available on your website, which I'm going to lead our listeners to in the episode notes. But has there been someone who's been really influential on your own career? Who have you looked up to as an influencer that's helped guide you to where you've got to today? So there's two people. One, of course, is my father, who was my guiding light. You know, he, uh, he passed when he was 25, when I was 25. Sorry. So, you know, it's, but when he was here, he taught me a lot. Then I also went through a program called NAPSA, and it's really designed to help teach athletes how to take their skill sets that they've learned from being an athlete in the locker room, their traits, and develop that into being a very sophisticated, well-spoken, highly sought after coach, consultant, workshop provider. And Brad Mitchell, who is the creator of NAPSA, is my mentor, someone that I have looked up to. We met in 2018, uh, March at Penn State. And ever since then, I have always stayed very close to him. I've always stayed very connected with him. And it's really helped me in a major way develop into who I am today. And how, how much importance would you put on? We've got lots of HR leaders listening to this. You may not have considered the requirement to need a coach for themselves. Maybe, maybe they're at the top of their own professions. They don't know where to go for that, you know, that, that coaching, as you put it, or that mentorship. How much importance would you put on someone gaining mentorship, no matter what level you are, in terms of helping them get to the next level? Because you've been mentored and coached throughout your entire career, both as a sportsman and now with the reference you've just made. So 
what, how much emphasis would you put, how much importance would you put on mentorship? So there's, I was going to say three people's name and I'm going to go through, they all have a coach. Okay. Number one, Tony Robbins. I mean, the, the guru of our time yeah, for sure. has a coach, okay? Yeah. Bill Gates, one of the most successful men of our time, has a coach. Yeah. Warren Buffett, one of the most successful financial wizards to ever hit the earth. What does he have? A coach. There's a mic drop there, right? Boom. <laughs> Everybody who is successful, I don't care what field you're in, I don't care what level you're at, I don't care what job you do. Athletes, professional, I mean, professionals, executives, entrepreneurs, business owners, it doesn't matter. Tom Brady has a coach. Tony Robbins is Tom Brady's coach. Uh, okay. We all need somebody, Nick, to talk to, bounce ideas off of, talk strategy, get things done. We need that. And if we don't have that, what can happen to us is our ego can do what? Get the best of us. Sure. I know everything. I don't need to learn. And that's exactly how I thought in 2018 before I met Brad. I was having some success. Things were working. Oh, I don't need a coach. I don't know. I don't know. And then my mentor, who wasn't my mentor like in what I'm doing today, he was a mentor of mine from football days, said, Marcus, you're good at what you do. Absolutely. But if you want to be the best of the best, come to this program, get coached, have Brad coach you after and I promise you, it'll be worth your time. And that was the best advice I ever got, Nick, because without Brad and NAPSA and learning how to do what I do today, there would be no successful, well, the business would not be nearly as successful as this. I'm sitting in here, we just closed on a home about two weeks ago. There's no way I'm buying a new home. There's no way our family is setting up the way we were set up without NAPSA and Brad, because I was just leaning on one part of my ability. Brad opened up another side that I didn't know was even there. As a result of that, that's how I ended up getting myself where I'm at today. And it's interesting enough, I just got a book today sent to me by, his name is uh, Joe DeSena. Joe is the Founder, the creator I, of the Spartan brand. I know right. Joe DeSena very well. I'm, I'm a keen obstacle course racer myself, and I've competed at a lot of Spartan races. So I know Joe DeSena's name well. All right. So this right here was sent to me personally by Joe. Wow. Okay. Joe literally sent this to me, and he said, you know, it's right here, an honorary Spartan. And I bring this up because Joe DeSena talks about the way in which he was able to adapt to COVID, the coaching he has gotten, and without the coaching, he would be where he's at. But for your audience listening, if this man has a coach, if this man reached out to me, I was on his podcast and he said, Marcus, you're a very good leader. You could be helping a lot of people. But if he has a coach, if he says, I'm somebody that needs to be in his circle and I have a coach, I don't care what level you're at as an HR executive, you can always push for more. 
Sure. Plain and simple. Totally agree. Totally agree. I think you've put that very well. I'm also a big fan of Joe DeSena, by the way. Uh, not everyone will know who he is, but I recommend anyone listening to this goes and looks it up, particularly if you've done your own uh, Spartan or Obstacle Course race. So look, let's assume I'm an HR and L&D leader. I'm listening to this podcast right now, Marcus, and I want to create and sustain, which is important, a winning culture within my workforce. How do I go about doing that? Three things you need to do. Make sure from the bottom to the top, your company has excellent customer service. Number two, it has quality products that deliver client satisfaction. And number one, strong operational excellence. If all three of those things are working together in harmony, Nick, you will have a healthy, sustainable culture that can drive profit, that can drive inclusion, and it can also drive a warm and welcoming atmosphere. Right. Now, sometimes being at the top of your game, you can be, it can be quite a lonely place. It can be, you know, a little bit isolating. So what do you think, from your perspective, is the hardest thing, particularly with your career today, the hardest part of being a leader? What's the, what, what's the things we need to look out for to make sure we can stay on top of the game when it does get difficult? It's hard to find a coach that we feel can help us continue to grow. And I'll tell your audience this one tip. Find a coach that's authentic, that's real, that doesn't try to act perfect. I lost everything, Nick, everything. And because of what I lost, I can help my clients not make my same mistakes. Matter of fact, my tagline is to help you not make the same mistakes that I did. That's what it is. Sure. Great. Now, company culture in today's world, it's more important than ever. We touched upon this right at the start of the podcast. We know employee engagement is deemed to be the critical ingredient behind corporate success. And it's often brought out of being an inclusive, positive, and all these things that go that are wrapped into that employee engagement piece. With this in mind, can you tell us all why it's really important that employee behaviors, missions, values, and all those things align with company visions and goals if organizations really want to achieve their their maximum success? If a company's employees are not aligned with the mission and value the organization they work for, that organization will never, ever succeed because the people are not doing what is reflecting of the organization. And when that doesn't happen, Nick, then there's no real drive. There's no inspiration. There's no breathing hope into that whole organization for greatness. You've got more motivation, external factors, money, fame, notoriety that are driving that ship or driving that engine. So if you have no alignment around a shared unified vision with the employees of the organization, at some point, we saw this a lot in the pandemic, that organization, unfortunately, will fall because it's not driven. It's not fueled by the right type of gas. Yeah, love that. Now, I know that you are very much a leadership coach in demand, Mark, because I haven't got you all day as much. So I'd like to have you for a little bit longer. So I'd like to finish with this question before we open the vault, if we may, which is, as someone who, let's be honest, is testament to the old adage that if you get knocked down, you must get back up again, which you've clearly done. I'd like to ask you this. If we were struggling and we need to pivot, if things aren't going the way we wanted them to, if we are dealt a bad hand or there's unforeseen circumstances like the pandemic, whatever it might be, we've taken a fall. We're a leader and we don't know how to get back up again. What would you tell them? Focus on three 
biggest strengths you possess? What three things do you do well? Focus on that and make that the foundation of your pivot going forward. We all know we can improve. Great. And I respect that. And I agree. But to really get your mindset, Nick, into the right framework to move forward, what three things do you do best and then build from there? That will help you pivot because that's how I pivoted from sure. a struggling, bankrupt, broke individual to now a, su a successful speaker, coach, consultant, uh, podcast co-host, and all those different things. So focus on your three biggest strengths and build from there. Amazing. Fantastic. Very quickly then, short, sharp answers. You're hard hitting as it is, Marcus. This will be really easy for you. We're going to open the HRLND vault. Opening the L&D vault. So in hindsight, what's the one thing you know now that you wish you knew when you began your career? Listen to the trusted team you've hired. Fantastic. If you can give one piece of advice to the world to help everyone become more inclusive, what would it be? Be active listeners, not busy talkers. And if you have the opportunity, what advice would you give a younger self to someone just starting out in the world? A younger Marcus, what advice would you be giving them now? Hire a coach to keep yourself out of trouble. And last but not least, what is the guiding principle or behavior you see in every single great leader? Discipline to be able to get things done that need to be done. Marcus, absolutely fantastic having you here. Listen, if people want to reach out, they want to find out more, there is, of course, marcusogden.com. I will put the link in the episode notes. Is there anywhere else you'd like me to uh, direct the traffic to, Marcus, to find out yes. more about what you're doing? They can email me at marcus at marcusogden.com. Connect with us, get in touch with us, and let's have a chat. Fantastic. I'll put that in the episode notes. There is a 26-week, there's a 52-week coaching plan on there as well on the website. There are online courses. There are leadership videos. You can also get the book from Amazon, The Success Cycle. I'll put all of those links in the episode notes. Just leaves me to say, Marcus Ogden, thank you so much for joining me today on the HRLND podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure. And of course, I look forward to bringing you all the next episode real soon. Marcus, thank you. Thanks a lot, Nick. My pleasure. Thank you so much for tuning into the HR L&D podcast with your host, Nick Day, CEO of JGA Recruitment Specialist HR Recruiters. If you need any help with the current HR or L&D vacancy, then please get in touch with Nick and his team. All contact details can be found in the episode notes. In the meantime, to make sure you never miss a future episode, please subscribe to the show through any of your favorite podcast channels. Till next time.